Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jerry Mizrak. And uh, I think I've made it pretty clear the last couple weeks that we've done our news podcast that I'm a pretty big NASCAR fan. So I am very, very excited to announce that we have Joey Gase here on the podcast with us. Joey, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. So a little background about you. When did you first get started in racing and how did that come to be? Yeah, I've, uh, I've been a fan of racing and, and loved racing pretty much all my life. Uh, my dad raced before I did, but just at the local short track level back in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at uh, Hawkeye Down Speedway. But uh, ever since I can remember, uh, I love racing and, and I love uh, watching my dad race and, and helping him and uh, my uncle uh, work on his car in the garage. So it's always been a big passion of mine. And when I was four years old, they got me my first um, go-kart, which was just a yard cart that I turned a thousand laps in with in, in the driveway. And um, when I was eight years old, uh, I got my first competitive uh, racing go-kart and uh, I won my, my furry first race out, which uh, was pretty cool and uh, got me hooked even more. And when I was uh, 14, I started to race my dad's old, old car, which was a open wheel modified. Um, if anyone's uh, familiar with IMCA style car, that's kind of how the car was, but on, uh, on asphalt. But, um, and then when I was 16, I was the youngest ever to win the track championship at Hawkeye Downs and, uh, and the late models. And uh, that's kind of when everything kind of started to take off for me. What would you say um, is your favorite thing about being able to, I guess, race cars? Uh, you know, I don't really know for sure. There's, there's kind of just a bunch of things, you know, it's um, the competition, the, the speed and just the, the feeling that you get when you're, when you're in the race car and, um, you know, just, just, I don't know, there's everything that goes into it, which is great and sucks all at the same time. But, um, you know, there's, you know, every sport, there's so much stuff that goes into it. And, you know, a lot of people think about racing. They only think about the drivers um, and they don't think about it being a team sport. But really, that's the, the farthest from the truth. You know, there's if one person leaves one bolt loose or one nut loose or anything like that. Um, you know, it can ruin your your whole day. So there's just so many different things that go go into it. And, you know, obviously on, on the cup level, I don't do a lot of um, working on the cars myself but growing up um you know I kind of just me my dad and my uncle and, and now you know we we actually started our own um, late model development team and and uh, that first race is actually um Saturday and we did testing um last night and I'm super hands-on and on all that kind of stuff and I still race go-karts as a hobby and I do all that pretty much myself and um, you know, and, and working on it with your friends and your family. And it's just uh, that that environment's just uh, so cool. What was it like when you found out that you were going to make your first cup start? And then what was it like when you were actually strapping into the car and putting the helmet on during your first cup start? Yeah, you know, it was a very uh, awesome and, and wild feeling and you're super nervous. You know, I still get nervous today, but, um, you know, the the thing that I think really um, was the coolest thing by far, you know, was racing in uh, the Daytona 500. Um, you know, the the first year I did it was, uh, you know, every time is an amazing ex experience, but especially the the first time and just, you know, everything that goes into that race for preparation. And then, you know, it's not just a weekend. It's, it's a full week and a half event and just, you know, just 
you have media day and all the practice and, and the duels and just all that stuff. That was really, you know, such a, such a dream come true. And, and being in that environment was just uh, so amazing. And, uh, you know, obviously this year we did the 500 again, which um, was still an amazing experience. Um, obviously it was a little different with uh, COVID and, not um, having as many fans and, and all that kind of stuff, but still, it's still, there's, there's just nothing like that, uh, that week. So when you're on the, um, the racetrack um, driving at high speeds, what is it like kind of like talking to your spotter and crew chief throughout? How do you like manage to do that and drive at the same time? Uh, you know, the drivers really don't talk a ton during while you're going, you just kind of, blurt out random words and just keep on going but it's not uh you know you have the button on the wheel that's right next to your hand and you hit that and um obviously it takes a little bit of focus away um but it's not uh i don't know you, you get used to it i guess with practice but um but it's definitely you know without without having that spotter in your ear, ear you would definitely uh would lose a ton of confidence for sure. And, and not knowing, um, you won't be as comfortable with not knowing what's around you. NASCAR obviously takes you to a bunch of different types of tracks. You've got the super speedways, the short tracks, you've got, you know, the road courses. What would you say is your favorite type of track to race on? Uh, you know, I really, there's two different types for me. I really enjoy the, the super speedways. It's something that I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good at and, and had luckily you've had, a decent amount of success at, but also, you know, the super speedways, um, you know, pretty much all my life I've, <clears throat> I've raced on, on smaller underfunded teams. Um, but the cool thing about the super speedways is that it gives everyone a fighting chance, um, which is great. Um, but then, you know, the other type of tracks that I really enjoy racing at a lot is that the flat short tracks like, uh, Richmond and, and Phoenix and Martinsville and, and Iowa. Um, those are by far my, my favorite tracks that, uh, that NASCAR goes to. So describe the um, feelings of whenever you got a top five finish in the Xfinity series in Talladega after that race, what, what went through your mind after that? Uh, you know, that was uh, an amazing weekend. You know, they Fox did a story on, on my mom um, before the race. And I was just nervous that we weren't even going to make the race. I think we qualified uh, next to last. And then, um, you know, the, the, come from that the the finishing fifth in the race um you know was uh was amazing and um it was you know something i'll i'll never forget and uh you know we were uh the underdogs that uh really surprised um a bunch of people and uh, the other thing that was really cool is that my car owner jimmy means was um was from alabama and uh, i've never seen a track do this before but after the race they actually took down um all the numbers off the pylon and accept ours and kept the 52 up there. So, uh, you know, to be, to be honored that way was, uh, was super cool. If you could go through, you know, all the legendary racers that have made it through the sport of NASCAR and you could, you know, just sit down with one or, you know, one that you looked up to, who do you think that would be? Uh, you know, that'd probably be um, Kenny Schrader. Uh, growing up, I've always been a big Rusty Wallace and, and Kater, Kenny Schrader fan and you know the thing that I, I I don't know why I like Rusty so much I just always did he was just always my driver but uh Kenny Schrader I liked him so much because he was just such a such a racer you know it, it didn't matter if he was racing in the cup series or at a local dirt track on a Wednesday night 
Um, he just loved the race and uh, he's still doing that to this day. Um, and I think that's something that I just find, find so cool. What effects do racing, does racing have on your body? And like, what does your recovery look like after a race? Uh, you know, it, it, it just all really depends. Um, Vegas wasn't, wasn't too bad. Luckily, um, our car anyway, we, we didn't have the best speed, but it was, it was good over the bumps, So it wasn't too rough. And, um, it wasn't too hot, um, but, you know, tracks like Bristol or, or Martinsville or super long races like um, the 600, and when it gets hot out, it's uh, really uh, grueling, and, um, you know, it, it really can take a full day to uh, recover, and, um, you know, you, you'll be sore and, and achy and just feel weird, really, because um, it just takes so much out of you uh, physically, and, you know, also, mentally especially racetracks like um bristol and, and daytona and talladega where you're um you're literally inches apart the entire time um you know you you daytona and talladega you don't really get too tired physically but you get super drained mentally um just from you know being like i said literally inches apart the entire time and uh, just you, you're on pins and needles the whole time because you never know what's going to happen next and it's you know, you make one mistake and it can ruin your whole day from losing the draft or, or being in the big one. You talked a little bit about the Daytona 500. Um, this past Daytona 500, your team got the top 20 finish. Can you describe what that does to both your confidence and your team's confidence? Yeah, you know, it, it definitely helps a ton with confidence, but also, you know, financially. It, um, you know, the Daytona 500 is – is the highest paying race of the year and um, it goes up a lot um, every spot and, and especially when you get into the top 20 so for us to, to get in the top 20 and, and not have a scratch on the car and, and have a really strong finish and we we're having a really good day um, it was it was huge you know you that's the race that uh, everyone thinks about all winter and uh, you know they come out of there with a a strong finish meant meant a ton and you know going into you know I don't know how many how many weeks we're we're I'm part-time right now and in points I'm still ahead of uh, some full-time drivers so that's uh it's pretty cool to see that what does um training slash like diet look like for you on an average day of a NASCAR driver yeah you know the week the week of I think the, the biggest thing is just hydrating um you know what I what I do, um, you know, I don't, <clears throat> I try not to drink any, any pop or soda or anything like that, um, or leading up to the race, maybe a Sprite or something like that. Um, and then, um, normally Sunday nights or, or Mondays are kind of my, my cheat days on that, but it's just, uh, staying hydrated and making sure you're, you're drinking a ton, um, is the biggest thing. But, um, I, I, I train anywhere from an hour to the hour and a half. Um, close to every day and I have a personal trainer that all he does is train um, race car drivers so it's um, that's something that I've I work really hard at and um, the other thing is too that helps me in the race cars that I I wear uh, a rainy cool suit which um, it's literally a, a t-shirt that has water lines that go through it that cools your core the whole race and that's something that um, really helps a lot. Do you do any of the like sim racing or stuff like that? Uh, I do. I don't do it um, a ton. It, it definitely helps, but um, 
you know, it's, it's definitely not exactly the same um, for sure. Um, but I would say, you know, the, the super speedway racing that, that definitely helps you if you can do that on there. And then also the real course is knowing um, what's coming up next. And, you know, the, the other thing is to, you know, our type of cars that I drive compared to the top cars, I would say, you know, on there definitely mimics the, the top cars more than um, uh, the cars that I, I race right now, but um, it, it, it definitely, definitely does help and it's definitely as close as you can get right now um without actually doing it you've uh you've managed to be able to drive in all three of nascar's top series so what are the difference between you know trucks xfinity cup yeah yeah there's really you know a lot of differences in in every series um you know the truck series i really haven't done much in um i've just done starting parks and that i think three times maybe um but um and the xfinity cars you know they depending on the track you know some tracks they have more power than cup and, and some tracks they they have less but they have way less downforce so your your on throttle time is is way less than what uh you find in a cup car at like a mile and a half and and stuff like that so you you definitely drive them you know really completely different um nowadays um, but it's, you know, if you get to do both races a weekend, it definitely is a, a, a big help to know, um, you know, kind of what the tire does because the tires are normally the same, then also how the track changes. Um, and, you know, at, at a short track like Richmond and, and stuff like that, more stuff can carry over compared to a mile and a half. Do you have any pre-race routines or pre-race music you like to listen to or that you have to do before any race? Uh, I'm not a huge music guy, so I definitely, um, don't do anything like that, but I, I do have, uh, some things that I always have to do before I get in the race car that I don't really tell people about. Cause I feel like if I tell about them, it, it just jinx it. But, um, there, there definitely is things that I do. And I feel like things that almost every driver does. Obviously you're at a professional level in NASCAR, but do you follow any other professional sports, football, basketball, any of that? Uh, I follow, you know, a little bit of everything, you know, nothing really close. I just don't really have the time for it. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm college sports, I'm definitely a, a Hawkeye fan. And when it comes to uh, the NFL, I'm, I'm a Vikings fan. And, uh, you know, those are definitely the things that I, I follow the, the closest. Um, outside of racing, do you have any like outside hobbies or things you like to do for fun? Uh, you know, I, I get that question a lot and really my, my hobby, um, is really racing. <laughs> uh, I, I guess my hobby would be go-kart racing. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's something I really, really enjoy to do and, and it's fun and it's something I do with a lot of my buddies. You talked a little bit about, you know, the race car drivers that you looked up to. Is there any other people outside of racing that have been role models in your life? Uh, not, not really a whole lot, you know, my, other than my, you know, my grandpa, he, he's always been a really good role model and, and someone that I've always really looked up to. Final question here. Um, what advice would you have for young fans, uh, in the stands at like racing, watching you guys and want to be a racer? What advice do you have for those people? Uh, you know, for one, never to give up. Um, and you know, the, the other thing is, you know, there, there's a lot of kids or fans out there that think they can um, 
just jump right into uh, the top level and, and, and go. And that's, you know, that's, that's not the case. Um, you know, and I know there, there's a lot of racers out there that um, just really like iRacing, but they don't want to do, I guess, the, the actual real work that I guess it takes from, you know, finding sponsors to uh, working on the race car. And I think that's what uh, a lot of people need, need to do is, you know, start, start at your local short track level and um you know just volunteer helping on on a team you know and 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 you learn so much by by doing that on what adjustments do what to race car and you know just how mechanics work and and if you want to start racing yourself start at the start it with the go-karts or at your local short track level with a you know a hornet car or a hobby stock or, or a modified or or whatever that might be and and then the, and go from there Right. Well, like you said, that was our last question. So, Jerry, once again, I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast with us here. And, uh, you know, like I said, we are you are in the middle of your season. So uh, good luck with, you know, the rest of your races. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. Of course. Of course. Ethan, you want to hit us with an outro? Yes. So for Double FM Sports, I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jerry Mizrak. And we're signing off.